0: Thanks for tuning in to Just Talking Today. I am Steph. I am your coach and your podcast host. I'm here to help give you all the tools that you need to have radical breakthrough to finally give yourself permission to be exactly who you were created to be. I truly believe that when we give ourselves that permission to fully align, everything else will fall in line. The universe answers to that timeline. So if you're ready to have the life that you're created to have, to give yourself all the permission that you need to actually be who you were created to be, then continue to listen to Just Talking. What is up, you guys? I am so, so excited for just talking today. For today, I have the most amazing guest ever. I'm so, so excited for you guys to hear from Effie. She is the most beautiful, talented, adaptable, resourceful, like most inspiring, amazing, truthful, vulnerable person I seriously feel like I've ever met in my entire life. The first time we even talked, I felt like so connected to her and so aligned. I had like chills the entire time. And I was just like, oh my gosh, can I please just come like live with you and stay in your house forever? Because I want to like never leave your space. And you're just so beautiful and so amazing. And I think sometimes too, like, um, because Effie is just like the most beautiful person, like literally like her skin straight up glows, Okay. And her body's amazing. Her soul's amazing. So honestly, when I first met her, I was like kind of intimidated. I was like, oh my God, I, this girl, like, oh, okay, I can't even handle this. But then like, you get to know her more and she's even more beautiful and I'm so excited to share her with you guys today. I share her. That sounds weird. Like, I'm not like, you're not like, whatever. I don't know. But I'm so excited for you guys to get to know her and to talk to her. So Effie, thank you so much for being here today.
1: Thank you so much, Steph. That's such a lovely introduction. (laughs) All those words. But yeah, I'm so excited to be here today.
0: I'm so glad that you received that. Yes, I love it. Well, I'm so excited to talk to you. And I just want to kind of tune in our listeners a little bit about you. So um, you've achieved just so much success in life and success in different ways and different ways to measure that. But you've gone through different experiences that most people have never experienced. And through that, you've been able to find out just like how resourceful you are and how adaptable you are. And you have this like amazing skill set of being able to get everything where it's supposed to go and like organize it and like hone into it and create like this amazing efficiency process for that. What, what helped you kind of find all of that in you? And what would you say, like, kind of started creating that for you from even as a child to where you're at now?
1: Yeah, I mean, as you say, I've always had this kind of weird ability to be able to see things in the order that they're meant to be in before they're even in that order. So, I mean, you know, for the time that we were working together, that was definitely a catalyst in figuring out that that was my superpower for sure but even before that and you know through the process of of us talking through it it allowed me to see areas of my life where it did actually come into its own and where i did actually use it but at the time i didn't even realize that i was and you know even looking back into school you know high school college whatever um i would order my books in the order of my classes with the most soon class on top so that I could more efficiently work through my day so that everything was in order in my bag so that it would be more efficient me going through it and things like that. Oh my gosh, amazing. I love that. (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's things that like I don't even really think about now that I do, but when someone looks from the outside in, they really respect that kind of ability to be able to see things in such a way that just increases the efficiency and that's pretty much just like what i do and you know we've we've spoken about kind of other situations in the past with my grandfather for example um our family went through you know a pretty traumatic three months or so and we had everyone coming in from every corner of the globe to the uk to come and visit us you know come and see the family and be together and during that time i was kind of i was managing everyone i was the manager of the family making sure that everyone was in their right place and everyone um was getting everything that they needed out of that experience and by the end of it i was absolutely exhausted but you know as we kind of learned in well as you taught me and the process of us working together it was all about kind of holding those boundaries so i think kind of coming back to today i've really learned that that kind of organization, adaptability, superpower, it comes also with its drawbacks. But now that I'm aware of those things, I can, you know, take it to the next level and use it to even more good. <laughs> yes, I love that. I love that. You talked on a couple of different things with that. So
0: kind of going back to that a little bit with your grandfather, how old were you when that was happening?
1: Oh, I was... 23. It was only really three or so years ago. And at the time I was, you know, working my full-time job. I think I was doing my master's degree and, you know, it was kind of coming. Um, he was ill for quite a while, you know, on and off. And then suddenly everything just got really bad. And my brain just switched. Like I instantly just felt this kind of disconnect. And I suppose, you know, there are negatives of that, but I kind of just went into autopilot. I, Instantly, you know talked to my boss. I was like look every single lunchtime I'm gonna need an extra half hour because I'm gonna to go to the nursing home because I need to go and see him I will work that extra half hour at the end of every shift and you know, I would organize with a mum to come and get me I'd go there. I'd have all my food prepped so that I didn't have to waste any time and You know, I'd make sure that my brother had everything that he needed during that time and my mum and my nana and my uncles that were coming in from the states uncles coming in from Spain, from London, and all of that stuff. And I just made sure that everyone had everything they needed, and everyone had the support of each other. And I really kind of, I guess, utilized that. I was kind of the facilitator for the whole of that period. Yeah, and
0: that's so powerful. And just that you were able to tap into that, help guide the whole family, and then show up for that, and just put everybody kind of where they needed to be at. And then without even knowing that, like you've really been doing that your whole entire life. Just like even going back to the school book analogy, like I was you're buying everything and putting them all in order. Like I didn't even know where my classroom was at until the day of, I was like, oh shit, is this, <laughs> I think this is the room. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure. Um, and even then I was still thinking like the wrong room or something, right? So like, you're just so quickly able to adapt and like hone into these things. And one thing you touched on too was, you know, about um, being able to kind of create boundaries with that. And I think, sometimes as empaths we really struggle with understanding what our true feelings are or how to create boundaries and so we often see that as like a negative rather than seeing it as a gift and you know that's what I really like helping with in coaching is helping people see like no no your your superpower is a superpower it's not like kryptonite but you just have to learn how to utilize it the right way right because we all have kryptonite too so within that like how do you feel like you've been able to be more in tune with your emotions and and create like those boundaries? So I think there's not one person in the world who couldn't utilize that and like know how to benefit from understanding their emotions more and then how to create a boundary with that because every single person struggles with boundaries. We're not we're not taught how to create boundaries. So in your experience, like how has that kind of helped you and how would you help guide someone else through that?
1: Yeah, for sure. I think it's useful for me to kind of use an example where my boundaries weren't set and you know we can go back to the example of my grandfather in that I'm an empath as you said and it's so common for us to just soak up every single emotion that's around us and never really know the difference between our emotions and other people's emotions and during a time of when my grandfather was ill I would come home to my flat at night and literally be so exhausted so emotionally drained, I'd end up just crying on the floor, because I just didn't even know what to do with myself, because I had all of this built up emotion in me that I didn't really understand, because they weren't my feelings, I had no idea what I was feeling then, like I was just, you know, completely out of tune, and out of alignment with how I actually needed to deal with that situation, I didn't know, so I didn't do anything, and I just ended up you know, in the fetal position on my sitting room floor. And so I think the way that I kind of recognized that I needed to step out of that, I mean, it was a long time after that, that I actually realized how kind of damaging that was. But I think understanding that I can take on other people's emotions and how to like turn that into a superpower has really been like so uplifting for me I know that we spoke about this loads in our coaching calls but realizing that it's actually a good thing it's actually a positive and it's not a negative thing because obviously I so- I associated it in such a negative yeah. part of my life and that experience and actually I can find so much joy in it because I can tap into other people's emotions that I want to tap into so if I need to like emotionally connect with someone like a super deep level if they're going through something really hard I can instantly find that connection with them but I now understand that I'm not responsible for helping them, they have to be able to figure it out themselves, but I'm still there, I can still connect with them on that level. And you know, in terms of the positive sides of it, I know that we were working together when my best friend's uh, fiance was coming back from Malaysia, she'd been stuck in quarantine there for, I think it was like four or five months they were apart. And the day that she was flying into Portugal, I was just ecstatic. I was so excited for them and I was just buzzing the whole day. I was sending voice notes to them like, I'm so excited for you guys. Like, I just, oh, I can't wait for you guys to just like be together. And obviously I wasn't going to be there whilst they were together, but I was like so excited for them. And, you know, there, there are so many different ways that I've been able to kind of use it to my advantage and actually be selfish with it. Um, in a way that can also help benefit others. And I think that's like a really interesting thing that I've learned through this process.
0: Oh, I love that. And that's so powerful, just to see something as once oh, this isn't good for me. How can I shut this off to, okay, how can I turn this all the way up? And how can I use this as a gift? And what can I actually do for me? And instead of being afraid from it, like what I'm hearing from you is just creating boundaries of, okay, I'm going to connect to this person. I'm going to totally tap into this moment with them. And then I can stop that and I can cut that off and I don't have to carry this with me. I can leave that here, but I can still love them and support them. And it's ultimately up to them what they choose to do with that. Like And That's what it is. I think that that's so hard. I think, especially for empaths, but also for women who are empaths, because we want to fix everything. And it's also a part of how we feel like we are. We we have a need to feel and to help other people alleviate pain or struggling through emotions because we we feel that so deep and so heightened that we're like, okay, part of my job here is to help you to not feel that. So, like an example of that would be, um, I was actually talking to another client the other day about this where. Maybe you're in a restaurant and you see someone bump into a table and you feel sorry for them, but you're not actually sorry because you had nothing to do with that, right? But what you're really feeling is you're feeling this other person's embarrassment or their anxiety or their actual pain or their, like, insecurity, their frustration. And so all of a sudden, like, the only way that you're taught how to respond is just like, I'm sorry. But you, you had nothing to do with that. But all of a sudden, you're mm-hmm. carrying all this person's like moment. And then rather than just being like, hey, do you need anything? Are you okay? But it's just like kind of learning how to like, oh, I don't have to feel that I can, I can create this barrier and protect myself through that. And then that also helps you, I think, too, like within leadership and with a relationship and in everything that we do, right? And um, well, first off, I'll kind of tell them where you live. At. I didn't even, even talk about that. So like, say where you're at and talk about. Um, how, with that like creating boundaries, how I love if you would kind of highlight how that also helped you in your relationship um with coworkers, with your boss, and actually with a male too, if you want to share with that, but how that also gave you like permission to be like in the life that you're in now too
1: yeah, sorry, you actually cut out on the first oh, bit. Sorry,
0: I cut out on the last part
1: <laughs> My book. um but like
0: how being able to. Um, create boundaries, like really gave you permission to live the life that you want and how that helped you like in your relationships in with work. And that helped you to be able to leave a company as well. And like be able to create a container of boundaries of like, okay, all these emotions, like, okay, what's really mine, what's not. And like being able to establish that, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, especially within my I mean, my romantic relationship, for example, with um, my boyfriend, we started. You have to go look on
0: their Instagram because they're just like Barbie dolls. (laughs) They're perfect and they travel the world. And you told me to talk to you about like guys' mindset about like minimalism, like and how you travel. Like, they're kind of like, would you say like nomads, like where you can travel? Like, not me, not But before, they were just traveling all over the place and like doing all these amazingness. And so. I love if we can like highlight some of that too because I just think you're so badass and I'm like every time you talk about your life I'm like how I want like that's so rad <laughs> that's so cool <laughs> so you guys have to go check them yeah, out like 100 right? I
1: think you know sorry go ahead that's okay um so yeah I mean just kind of like go back I suppose and give a bit of context with how I got to where I am and you know even with a with my boyfriend Emil we started so to go back even further actually I was studying for my master's degree I was a bodybuilder doing bikini bodybuilding and I'd like competed in seven shows and so I kind of built up this I suppose following people were asking me advice about fitness and nutrition all the time and I was like hey you know what I'm gonna make some money off of this I'm gonna actually like use my knowledge I've got a undergraduate degree in sport and exercise science I'm studying for my master's in nutrition like let's just start doing this thing so I started to build this business and then that's how I pretty much met Emil because I was asking him because he obviously did fitness coaching as well because he used to do bodybuilding as well. And I was just like, do you have any tips and tricks? Like, I just want to know how to build this business. I just want some ideas, like what books do you recommend? And that's pretty much how we started talking. And then we started dating and, you know, we'd see each other maybe like once a month, but for a couple of days. And we would be in the office brainstorming every single time we saw each other with big whiteboards, like writing out systems, writing out ideas, like having all these like crazy conversations. And, you know, it got to a point where he was going off to Bali and he was going to come back at Christmas. So he was going about in about October, coming back at Christmas. And this was in 2019. And he was like, do you want to come? And I was like, well i am like doing this side hustle as a coaching business. I don't really know what I'm doing. It's not stable at the moment at all. And I've got this other full-time job that I'm working. Like I'm doing sales calls down the aisles in a shop. Like that's my job. Like I'm trying to build my business whilst working in this shop. Yeah. Like how am I meant to do this? And so I kind of sat down and I was like, right, how am I going to make this work? Cause I really like this guy and I really want to go to Bali. <laughs>
0: go to Bali.
1: Come on. Right. And so I kind of went through everything and I was like, right, okay, I've got a plan. And So I went to Emil, and I was just like, why are we coming back at Christmas? He's like, what? I was like, well, why don't we just stay out there? Why don't we just do it? Why don't we just like yeah. literally quit just do this business and just go to Thailand and Bali and, and live what we want, like actually do it. And he was like, okay, but that sounds pretty cool and I was like awesome okay so I'm gonna quit my job on the 30th of October I'm gonna hand in my notice in three days I'm gonna try and build up some sort of consistency with my coaching in that meantime and I flew out on the 31st of October I think of 2019 to go and live with this guy that I'd literally been on like we have this running joke that it was our eighth date that I went to (laughs) Chiang Mai So it's just like this is just a really long eighth date (laughs) three years later.
0: This is, it's normal. It's fine. You're, you're, it's great.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then from literally October until April, we were out in Thailand and Bali running our businesses. I think I built up my coaching business to seven, seven K US dollars, um, a month, like pretty much just from working on it and, you know, really kind of honing on my niche, putting out such a consistent message. And I was absolutely loving it. And you know through that experience I had to learn boundaries to kind of go back to the original question in that you know as I'm sure you know and I'm sure a lot of your listeners know who do do that kind of client-facing work it is exhausting because you're constantly giving your energy to someone else and you're there for them you're listening to them you're holding space for them and you know especially in the realm of like the weight loss and especially kind of mindset management stuff that I was doing it's like super taxing and I kind of learned the hard way because I was just taking it all on and I was just going, going, going. And they ended up like completely burnt out. So that's when I kind of learned, in that sense, how to set boundaries within my work. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of flipped and I went from running my business into working right. for someone else. So that was another huge shift that I went through. Yeah. In that, you know, I was my own boss, I was in charge of my own income. And then I was like, I was presented with this opportunity to work for a, a company. And they said, you've got to shut down your business if you're going to do this properly. And I was like, oh, bloody hell. Okay. Uh, and yeah, then it was this I huge, like, when identity. You,
0: like, wouldn't you agree that you really have to be all in into one thing in order for it to see it to really bloom of what it's possible for?
1: Yeah, exactly. And I, if I hadn't agreed to that, if I tried to do it half and half, like, I would definitely not be where I am today. Like, yeah. the fact that I went all in meant that I could fully kind of step into what that opportunity was and you know a mindset shift that I really had to go through was that it was a stepping stone it wasn't the end product at the time I felt like I was I was quitting everything I'd worked for and I was quitting you know this self-employed life and this like flexible lifestyle that I'd built over the last you know eight months but actually it was a stepping stone to the life that I'm living now which is back to that kind of yeah being in charge of everything
0: (laughs) but i think that's i love how you say that too and i think that's so powerful because often we have a hard time adapting or like kind of shifting in what our what our main goal may be because we do have to take some more other steps in order to get there but we get so stuck on like what we really want that we see like well if it doesn't just happen this way then it's not going to happen but there can be all these different stepping stones to there and nothing is forever nothing has to be permanent like you can just stay in one little season it doesn't have to be a season of years, it could be literally three months, but you're like gaining all this knowledge and information that you need in order to get to the next level of the season that you really want to be in. And so I love, I love that you always have that mindset and you're so open to that of like, okay, what's this opportunity and how is this going to help me? How do how do you determine like what opportunities you say yes to and no to with that, especially with how great you are at honing into like what you really want and getting that clarity?
1: Yeah, I think You know, especially with that example, I really, as I said before, one of my superpowers is being able to kind of step back and see all of the different steps of the process, for example. And in that case, I just, you know, don't get me wrong, it was really hard. And there were days when I literally couldn't get out of bed because it was such an identity crisis moment. And, you know, it's never easy, it gets easier, but your skills just get better. You just get better at managing it. And, you know, I could just see that it was step C of, you know, an A to Z process. Like it was just a part of it. And I think, you know, having someone or having a way of putting down your thoughts, telling almost the story of what it is that you want. And with that comes actually knowing what you want, having goals, um, actually being able to kind of see ahead, whether that's one, three, five, ten 10 years. I had a pretty clear idea of what it is that I wanted because I kind of already got a taste of it initially. And so I kind of was able to step back, have a look at this opportunity and where it slotted into my timeline, then had a look at my goals and kind of almost compared it and I was like, well, is this going to make you know, is this going to help me get to my end goal quicker or um slower. Yeah. And so I was kind of weighing that up and that's something that I do to as you say, to kind of figure out if an opportunity is worth it or not, is I kind of, I'm like, is this going to slow me down? Is it going to make me get there faster? But also taking into account the actual experience of going through it, like the experience of working with this company was almost priceless. Like I took a huge pay cut, but I was like working with a team of 20 all over the world. I was a business coach at first, so I was working with their clients. And then very quickly, I figured out that my passion truly lied in back-end systems and processes. If I hadn't even taken that opportunity, I didn't even know if I would have figured that out. Right. Like that in itself is priceless because I know now that that's my superpower and that's what I'm doing with my life. Like I I could never put a price on that.
0: Literally, because like everything really does have a purpose, but it's just being able to see that and know like, okay, this door is opening up for me am I willing to jump into it? Because so many people wouldn't have done that. They'd be like, well, I'm living this freedom life and I already want this. So no way, I'm not going to do that. But then they wouldn't have been able to get the next gift that they need to open up to like where they really want to be at. And I think that's where so many people stay stuck. And like, it's almost um, like an identity that they won't break out of rather than just seeing like what more is possible for them and like opening up that way that they see and this expanding to that. So I love that's one of my favorite things about you is just how great you are at doing that and seeing that and then help other people seeing that process. And that really is like your superpower with that. Like what would be your advice to someone who is starting out coaching or starting out in entrepreneurship? Like what is in your mind, like an A to Z process they would have to make or kind of create to be efficient with that.
1: I think the first, like first things first is just knowing your goals like, really being able to fully visualize where you are at all of these different points in your life. Like, you know, being able to create a perfect day, whether that's five years or ten years down the line. And then really being able to kind of list out, like, we have this thing um, called like a true, true self doctrine, and it's almost like a Wikipedia page of yourself. And you kind of build out and you write your own Wikipedia page and you can choose when that point is, if it's five or 10 years time, but it kind of really goes through this kind of descriptive process of who you are at that point, what you look like, what kind of clothes you wear, what kind of personality you have and you know, where you're living, what kind of house you have, what success you've built, what charities you work with, all this kind of stuff, uh, you know, your net worth. And it really, is a great exercise to do to kind of build out this picture of where it is that you want to be. Because when you've got that, you can then actually, you can just kind of step back and look at where, what you need to have achieved to get to that point at these different time points, like getting closer to the present day. And I think that in itself is like the most valuable thing is actually knowing what it is that you want, stripping back all societal expectations Because like, you know, I'm 27 on Saturday, but I'm 26, (laughs) I'm 26 still. And so many of my friends are engaged, they have a house, they have a dog, they're gonna have babies in a couple of years. And whilst that's great for some people, and whilst that's like exactly where some people need to be and should be, for me, it's just not. And accepting that and being like, well, like maybe I don't want all of those things. Then what are the possibilities for me? Because if I get so closed in this expectation bubble, it limits what I'm actually truly meant to be doing. And by asking yourself like those hard questions, like, well, is this actually what I want? Or is this some sort of external expectation that I'm being, that's being placed on me? And being able to kind of really find what the truth is will help you navigate down a truer path and a path that actually aligns with you and actually gets you to where you want to be
0: yes sister I love all that and I think that's so key and what you're saying is like being able to be aligned in what it is that you really want and also knowing that that can also shift that can change by the more that you become aware so it's okay for that but I think what's key in that that I love that you said is stripping away like all the ideas all the ideology that you've grown up with all the beliefs like all of what you should do by this age, what it should look like, what you should look like, what your body should look like, what you, what you have to do to be considered successful, like all of this. And like everything that we're taught in schools, like is to not question, but just to sit and learn rather than actually ask and like be curious. And to even give ourselves our own permission of like, well, what is it that I actually want to experience and does this actually make me happy or would this, am I doing this to fulfill someone else's dream that has been so imprinted on me that I think this is what would make me happy. And as impasse, we often associate like someone else's dreams and their feelings with our own because we're like, well, I think that's what I so, want, mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel right at the same time. And so being able to like come from a place of non-judgment, a place of just full permission, be like, what is it that I actually actually want? Like, and is that, does that really serve me? Is this like the best thing for me? And then how can I get there? And I think that's the beauty of being able to ask ourselves like really hard questions, but being able to answer without judgment of yourself. And that's why I feel like journaling is like the most powerful thing, because for me, it's like the quickest way to be honest with myself and be like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't like that. Like, okay, cool. I need to, need to reevaluate that and come clean to myself. And like, and have alignment where you're like actually have integrity with yourself because you're being honest with yourself, and then that's where where you can find that trajectory to go in the direction you want to go. Um, with you when you maybe feel like you're not aligned to your to your highest self or to your best self, and you maybe you're not being fully honest with your needs. What helps you to know like what is
1: truly for you or not? I think that's a great question. I think a lot of the time so i'm going to use another example but when i was building my exit from this company to work for well with a in the business that we're running now i sat down and i gave my end date and i was like this is my end date these are the expectations up until that point this is my plan i've built out this whole plan and They came to me a couple of weeks later and they were just like, we're going to have to extend this. Like, you're going to have to, we want you to work until the end of the year. And I was like, no problem. That's fine. Boundary violation. (laughs) (laughs) And that in itself was such a draining experience. I'm sure you can remember like our conversations at the time, but. There were so many you warning signs. To have signs. that
0: experience to give yourself that permission,
1: like exactly, exactly. And there were so many warning signs. Like I was so exhausted. I felt so unmotivated. I didn't want to train. I didn't want to eat well. And those are like red flags for me now. Yeah, that tell me that I'm not aligned with what path it is that I'm going down at that point. So you even got you know, sick. All- yeah, I got sick. Exactly and all of these things were happening like in my body and in my mind and I was just like I've got to do something about this because it's affecting me, it's affecting the people around me, it's affecting my work, like I'm actually now not doing the best work I can for this company because I've let one of my boundaries slip and it's making me out like unaligned essentially and so I went to them I was just like look this has happened, I'm not doing my best work I need to reset this boundary and I'm going to be leaving at the end of this month no questions asked and like from that point on they were just like absolute no problem we completely respect you and because I respected myself they ended up respecting me as well yeah. <laughs> and I was able to almost exhale like it literally felt like this weight lifted off my Chest, I felt so much better getting up in the morning. I felt so much more like alive and aligned. And I think, you know, that really the key takeaways from that in terms of other people learning when they're not aligned with what it is that they're doing is just really being again honest with yourself and asking yourself the hard questions about, like, how am I feeling? Like, it, does something feel off? What could that be? Sitting down with your journal and just you know, a technique that my ex boss actually taught me was just keep on writing questions because those questions will give you answers if you keep on being like, well, why is this happening? Okay. So why is that happening? Why does that make me feel like that? What is it that's going on in my life that's making me feel like that? And you keep on asking questions. You can actually start to almost like peel back those layers to find out like really what is the true cause of it.
0: Exactly. And it's just like you, we have the power to heal ourselves if we're just honest with ourselves. So essentially going through that questioning process, you're just self-diagnosing. So just think of yourself going into our doctor's office. They ask you, well, where are you sore? Are you tired? Where do you hurt at? They're asking you these same questions because they're eliminating certain things for them so they can try to pinpoint what the actual diagnosis is. But even then, if you're not honest with the doctor, they're going to give you a false exactly. solution. As fault solution, and like that's it's you're gonna follow this whole plan of what's supposed to make you better, but it's not actually because you still weren't honest, and that happens all the time, right? And so, even with that, like if you still are asking yourself questions and you will actually be honest with yourself, you're never going to be, self, be able to self diagnose like what your actual needs are, what really makes you happy, what brings you joy, like how you want to spend your time, how you want to spend your life, what feelings you want to feel, what people you want to be around, what you want to create. And I love that you're able to be able to heighten that in your body and being like, oh, okay, like I don't want to train. And she used to be a bodybuilder, right? She competed. So as she loves the gym, it's a non-negotiable for her eating, eating healthy is a non-negotiable for her. And like, so of all of these things that are like, you are a must. And all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to do any of that. And so you're going into this avoidance behavior and you're starting to self-sabotage. And then your mind's going somewhere else. Like those are all your own ways to diagnose, like something's wrong. Let me, let me check in. But most people will use that and say, I don't want to feel any of that. And I don't want to have to be honest with myself or take accountability. And so I'm going to lie and I'm going to use something to cover up this problem. And that becomes drugs or alcohol or sex or even overworking or whatever that may be. And so like, just honor yourself that you're like within the 8% of the world who will take that own accountability and be like, I'm going to be aware enough to be aligned because then that's when freedom comes. Like that's what actual freedom is in fact you should share like what tattoo um what tattoo you have
1: (laughs) which one (laughs) so Um, yeah the the two most recent tattoos that I actually got which was in October of this year I have a dangerous freedom on the insides of my ankles. so dangerous on my right ankle and freedom on my left and they're just I was trying to explain it to my tattoo artist and I don't think he quite got the, uh, the translation (laughs) to use French, but I was kind of explaining it like it's, it's having that freedom, but you're taking the risks, like you're, you're living a life of risks to have a life where you can do whatever you want, whenever you want, with whoever you want. And in that self is dangerous, but you can find joy in that danger. And that's, like, what, I, what it is that I'm doing. It's finding the joy, finding the happiness, and finding the fulfillment in taking risks and living the life that I want to live.
0: Yes, girl! And what is the life you want to live? So, like, what, what does that look like for you?
1: It's funny. Like, Emil and I often say to each other, like, this is it. Like, we're living the life. Like, this is, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah and you know there's always like there's always things that we can improve on in terms of like internally I think the life that you want to live is only so much external I think a lot of it is what comes from within and you know on an external front we are living in Portugal we have a home base here but we'll be you know COVID allowing our plan is to be you know, going somewhere for the winter because we are not good with the cold Mm -hmm. (laughs) and in the summer we'll be coming back to Portugal and we'll be jotting around Europe, seeing friends, going to events, um, like business conferences and stuff like that, as well as music (laughs) festivals, hopefully. (laughs) Um, And, you know, because we run our own business, it's very much, we're able to be flexible with our timetable, but in so much of a way that we are so excited by the work that we do, that we can work all the time but we just choose not to and there's like such a freedom that comes with that and such an excitement and also the balance of being able to say you know over Christmas and New Year I don't think Emile's had a week off since 2015 or something and we took like two weeks off and it was absolutely amazing and we did our best month ever in December yeah and like got went over our yearly target by like I don't know, 30 grand or something. And it was just like, I know it was incredible. And it just proves to us that, you know, we are living that life yet. There's so much stuff that we still want to like achieve within ourselves and through that personal development and through that kind of self-love journey and finding more out about each other, you know, on that kind of like relationship journey as well. And there's so much more of the world we want to see, but you know, through the life that we're kind of building now, and the business that we're building now, we're able to build now to create opportunities down the line, which is kind of really what it's all about. Oh,
0: totally! I totally believe that. Mm-hmm. Like, love abundance. Like, the more we heal within, the more that we can help others, and then it just like continues to elevate us and elevate us. And I just love that, and I love that, and that's why you guys are doing so well too. Is like you're an alignment, and when we're in alignment like our business booms and everything else with that too. So I'm so proud of both you, and Emil. It's just so amazing to watch like your journey and everything that you do. You're so, so powerful. Like I, what, um, also too. So like with that being said, kind of what would you, you're all about personal development. So what would be like a, a book that you would recommend to someone who's starting out on their journey?
1: Oh, okay. So a really hardcore one is the growth mindset. Okay. (laughs) It's so good. Carol Dweck. It's pretty hardcore, but it is absolutely mind blowing. Absolutely mind blowing. It's one of uh, Tom Billy's top recommended books. And if you don't know who Tom Billy is, you have got to go and just go all over his impact theory, YouTube videos. His website is amazing. His newsletter is amazing. and another personal development book. Oh, there are so many. There are so many. What's another good one? Oh, The Chimp Paradox is another really good one. For like, for a starting out book, it's great. That's actually the book that Emil, uh, into my DMs on.
0: Oh, okay. That's okay. how it started. So this could also help you guys create a relationship, perhaps. Yeah. I love that. We'll link both those books. Um, What is a good question that you would say to start asking yourself that helps you just kind of peel back those layers and become more aware and give yourself permission?
1: Just simply what makes me truly happy? Because I think so many people don't really know. They have things that think make them happy or things that make them happy uh superficially but things that like really make your heart like warm like those things are important because once you figure out what those things are you can start to cultivate those experiences or at least cultivate the environment that you need to be able to have more of those experiences and i think that's like that's literally it because you want to yeah. be happy all the time i want to be happy all the time <laughs>
0: exactly and it's a choice like you can literally tap into that and you can fill that whenever. yeah exactly Mm-hmm. beautiful where can everybody who's listening where's the best way for them to come and find you and like be able to connect with you
1: the best places are social media facebook and instagram facebook is effie parnell hopkinson it's a bit of a mouthful but i'm sure steph will link it somewhere oh. <laughs> and then instagram is effie underscore parnell i love that
0: beautiful I love it. You guys have to go follow her, go share everything that she has to offer. She's so beautiful, so amazing. And like she said, so ask yourself this question, like what really brings you joy? Is that really what your, is it make you happy? Like all the tingles, all the feels and start with that. And I'll link both these books. You guys can get started on that um, and give you guys some clarity with that. And then with the last question, anybody who's maybe like on the fence of wanting to hire a coach and want to work on their mindset and self-love, like um, what would you say to them if they're like, Oh, I want to, I want to do that, but I just don't know if I can, if I can do that. Like, cause it takes, it takes a certain kind of person to give yourselves permission with that. So what would you, what would you tell them with that?
1: I think it's really, Oh, can you still hear me? I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, the headphones have gone weird. Sorry. Um, mm-hmm. can you just ask that again? Sorry, I was out of flow. Yeah,
0: I can stop this part. Um, so what would you say to someone who's on the fence of wanting to start, coaching and wanting to kind of grow in that, but they're afraid of maybe it's giving themselves that permission or investing in the time, investing in the money, like the commitment, how, what would you, what would be your advice for them?
1: I think it comes down to, again, just being honest with the fact that you don't know everything. I don't know everything. No one knows everything there is, but there are people who are more knowledgeable than you in certain areas. And if you want to become more knowledgeable in that area, you know, do the reading, do the research, get into the topic. But if you want to get truly deep with that understanding and have someone facilitate that experience and that whole process, then finding someone that can help you with that is the best thing that you can do. Like if you don't know how to invest, It's super hard to do it on your own and it's super risky to do it on your own, but you could go find an expert, go find a course, whatever it is, and then hire them to help you. It's the same with like, you know, business, if you don't know how to build a business, it's going to take you a lot longer to do it on your own than it is to find a mentor. It's the same with, you know, especially my journey with you, like it would have taken me God knows how long. I don't even want to like think about it, but if I did it on my own, I would certainly not be where I am today.
0: I love that. And I think that's so right. It's like, none. I don't know all the answers. Nobody knows all the answers, but you can always learn the answers. You can always gain new skill sets. You can always gain new knowledge and you can always unlearn something and relearn something like that's the beauty of life. And that's like, that is the true inner work is doing that. And you can become an expert in whatever you want to become an expert in. And like, you've gone to school, you have a master's degree, you have businesses, like, and you've gone through all these different coachings and everything else. Like you have all this knowledge and then you still want to continue to have knowledge. I think that's what the most powerful thing is. So just like continuing that and getting yourself uncomfortable, being okay with being uncomfortable. Like you've done a lot of uncomfortable things and every time you're like, okay. And this is what I learned. Like and it's so powerful. (laughs) Like, okay, even more. Like, you know, so I just love that. I love that about you. And I love that you took the time out of your day to just be on here and just to share some of your life and like what has helped you and what's really helped you just to grow. And I totally admire you and I'm inspired by you. So Thank you for that. Is there anything that you last want to share with our audience?
1: I think just that being gracious with yourself, be, be humble, be gracious with yourself, understand that everyone goes through healing everyone has hurt everyone has something that you can move through but just understand that you're going to get through it and it's going to take work and it's going to take time but as long as you're honest with yourself you hold your boundaries you figure out what you want and you have the confidence of being able to get out the other side and see it all as a learning experience I think that's the most important thing I think that's certainly something that I've learned through all of these experiences that I've gone through and you know even the things that I've learned working with you is just seeing it all as a journey and loving the process like no matter how hard it is falling in love with that despite the tough situations makes you just appreciate it so much more
0: so true so so true I love that and that's so true like I just I feel it like that was like the best ending thing like I don't even have a thing to say you just put it all together. That's all that it is, right? I love that. So Effie, thank you so, so much. I love you. I celebrate you. I honor you. I'm so proud of you. I love just seeing you shine and glow and being the most powerful you. So you just don't ever stop it. And you guys all go make sure you follow her. Um, go read out, go read the books that she recommends. I'll make sure they're all in the notes and everything like that too. And if this spoke to you, I'd love for you to reach out to Effie and tell her what spoke to you the most. And um, And that's the beauty of that is like, everybody resonates with something different and everybody sharing their story helps someone else find the story within them so thank you for doing that and then share that and if you guys like this um tag us share it in some of your instagram stories or facebook like help spread it out that's all i care about and that's all i want is more people to know because the more that we know the more that we grow so thank you guys for being here thanks for listening effie thank you thank you thank you i love you so so thank much you have the best day